Today is Sunday. It's 18 December. That means it's uh, the week before Christmas. I'm Charlie Garrett, and this is the CG Prophecy Report. Green missiles and bullets. The new military. That and a lot of other things to go over on today's report. Okay, let's see here. We got, uh, um, just for the people that only watch the update uh, online or not online, I'll say this again. I just said it to the church, but yes, we will be having a service next week. So um, if you were wondering if the Superior Word will be open on Sunday, Christmas Day, which is a question I cannot imagine being asked, the answer is yes. And the reason why I say that is because I've had quite a few people come to me and say, our church is not opening on Christmas Day. I can't imagine that. I, I can't imagine the the gall of somebody. But that's it. Anyway, um, we got some news from Israel here. From the Times of Israel. Israeli energy firm signs joint natural gas exploration deal with Morocco, which I never would have expected. Israel's New Med Energy announced it has signed a deal with Morocco. And Adarco Energy for offshore natural gas exploration and production licenses in the North African Kingdom. Under the terms of the agreements, NUMED and Adarco will each hold a 37.5% stake in the exploration license located off the coast of Morocco in the Atlantic Ocean. Morocco's National Office of Hydrocarbons and Mines will own the remaining 25%. We have long identified enormous potential in Morocco, and this announcement is part of an extensive strategic move that will render New Med Energy the leading energy body in the East Med region and North Africa. The eight-year license for exploration includes prospects for natural gas and oil discoveries. According to the work plan, within 30 months from the date the license is granted, a geological and geophysical analysis will be performed in the area of interest, and the initial exploration drilling is scheduled to commence after about 2.5 years. The agreements must still be approved by Morocco's Ministry of Energy Transition and Sustainable Development and Ministry of Finance. Morocco normalized ties with Israel in December 2020 as part of the U.S.-backed Abraham Accords that opened diplomatic relations between the Jewish state and several Arab countries. Thank you, President Trump. From Ynet, Gulf Jewry, that means J-E-W-R-Y, not jewelry, Jewry. Gulf Jewry experiences a renaissance after Abraham Accords. UAE Chief Rabbi Levi Dutchman says that ever since the Abraham Accords were signed, many Israeli businessmen and tourists began arriving, often in the hundreds. No less than 20 Orthodox Jewish weddings were ordained by Dutchman in the past two years. Hundreds of Jewish students have signed up for various educational programs revolving around Talmudic law, mostly. In the Gulf states, and eight kosher restaurants are up and running, one of which is located in the world's tallest building, Burj Khalifa. U.S.-born Rabbi Dutchman started his journey in the Gulf eight years ago and has since established various Jewish institutions and communities, including a governmental kosher agency, religious educational systems, and community centers, even a kosher fountain with ice water flown in from Iceland in a logistically complex operation. 
We have a license to build a large synagogue called Beit Avraham operating alongside a mosque and a church. We've built good infrastructure, according to Dutchman. Most Jews arrive from Israel, the U.S., Argentina, South Africa, France, and England. There's kosher food, good education, places to pray, kosher restaurants, even a Jewish cemetery. While most of the Gulf's Jews live in Dubai, Rabbi Dutchman believes the focus will shift to Abu Dhabi within five years. The Abraham Accords, once again, thank you, President Trump, made it so Jews feel safer here than they do in the United States or Europe. Now, that last statement is unbelievable to think that they are actually welcomed in a place that they were at war with just a couple years ago. And I say at war, I mean officially on paper since 1948. They've all been in a state of war with Israel. From Breitbart, former UN envoy Danny Dannon, peace deal between Israel and Saudi Arabia likely within a year. Former Israeli ambassador to the UN, Danny Dannon, a peace deal between Israel and Saudi Arabia will likely be signed. Saudi Arabia is a natural peace partner. We have worked together for years behind the scenes, Dannon told Breitbart, noting that he worked personally with Saudi diplomats during his tenure at the UN on matters relating to regional stability and security. We share the same Abrahamic past and shared future. Now that we will have a stable government in Jerusalem, I believe we will see an agreement with Riyadh within a year. And Netanyahu came out and basically repeated that sentiment. So we'll see if it happens, but rather amazing. From Haaretz, Biden admin urges, now think of the irony of this statement, urges Israel to protect technological assets from Chinese takeover. He's pretty much sold our entire country to that guy or to that country. And here we have him warning Israel. Okay, we got some news concerning Christianity. Um, I'd like to read you an email I got about a week and a half ago before we read our first Christian article. It says, I discovered Sergio and Rhoda some time ago on YouTube and found your church through them. My husband and I watch the CG reports, and I am currently on the 78th Genesis sermon. I'm learning so much more than just reading. So, uh, as I say each week, please pick up your Bible and read it, and also follow along with sermons that are based on the Bible, line-by-line analysis. If you do our church, that's great. makes me happy. If you find a church that uh, is somebody a little more handsome and you want to watch him, make sure it is from the Bible. It is a line-by-line analysis, and be blessed by more than just prophecy updates. Please do that, but I'm very happy. I'm not uh, giving the lady's name simply because I didn't have permission to do so, but uh, my hat is off to this individual from Zero Hedge. DNA from two million years ago reveals Arctic utopia that was 50 to 65 degrees warmer. Now, obviously, their dating is wrong based on a biblical model. Despite that, despite it being wrong, listen to how this confirms what the world described by the Bible was like, okay? The northern peninsula of Greenland, which is like the coldest place on the planet, okay, when they called it Greenland and they called it Iceland, they did it to keep people away or to keep people coming, okay? Iceland was called Iceland because it's a great place with great temperatures, it's, and they didn't want people to come and ruin it. So they called it Iceland, okay? They did the opposite with Greenland. I assure you of this, okay? If you've ever heard of Thule, Greenland, if you're in the U.S. Air Force and you get assigned there, the default position is suicide, okay? So anyway, 
The northern peninsula of Greenland, which is now a polar desert, once contained boreal forests of poplar and birch trees that were teeming with wildlife. DNA can degrade quickly. That's what makes it so amazing is that they, they think it's DNA from two million years ago, which is, well, it's impossible. Anyway, DNA can degrade quickly, but we've shown that under the right circumstances, we can now go back further in time than anyone could have dared imagine. Uh, Willer, Selv, and colleagues worked for 16 years on the project, which resulted in the DNA of 41 samples found hidden in clay and quartz being sequenced and identified. The ancient DNA samples were found buried deep in the I can't pronounce it. There's no way. Uh, this formation, a sediment the deposit almost 100 meters thick uh, that built up over the last 20,000 years. The sediment tucked in the mouth of a fjord in the Arctic Ocean in Greenland's northernmost point was eventually preserved in ice or permafrost and lay undisturbed by humans for two million years. Once they pieced together the fragments, a picture emerged of forests teeming with reindeer, rabbits, lemmings, and mastodons, the latter of which have previously only been found in North and Central America. No carnivores were found. Well, the Bible says that they weren't killing each other back then. And, uh, you know, I don't want to get too deep into that because there are debates about it. But they didn't find any carnivores, most likely because they were fewer in number. However, the researchers speculated that there were likely ancient saber-toothed tigers, wolves, or bears. We don't know what was there, but probably something that ate mastodons and reindeer, said the authors, adding that it's encouraging that these species have been able to thrive so far north in a region that would have still been cast into darkness for much of the winter due to its location, unless it wasn't in darkness, okay, which is something that may tell us there was a difference in the way the earth was structured and what was around the earth, etc. The data suggests that more species can evolve and adapt to wildly varying temperatures than previously thought, said Dr. Mikkel Peterson of the Lundbeck Foundation. Okay, so there you go. Uh, they're surprised about these findings, whereas if they knew what the earth looked like before the flood, then you wouldn't be surprised. Okay, from the Christian Post. Uh, this guy, we've got his uh, picture and autograph in the back. Yes, he's a Catholic, but he's, one, a great actor. He's done some really great acting, and uh, he really has a heart for the Lord despite his Catholicism, okay? Actor Neil McDonough, famous for playing villains, launching film company to glorify God. He and his wife of almost 20 years, Ruvi, have started their own film company, McDonough Company, that will reflect their strong values. He goes on, as a devout Catholic, McDonough said, representing his faith is the only thing that he knows. It's hard because I've done so many different characters and done so many things, and in some of them, I play horrible villains in a lot of the things that I do. And I won't do kissing scenes. I knew this about him already. So I have to be the best villain out there. He is a devoted husband. He's not just one of these Hollywood guys. He will not do a scene where he's kissing another woman. So he has to do better as a villain in order to make up for where he's not doing that. Known for his performances in Band of Brothers, Minority Report, and Desperate Housewives, McDonough shared in the past that he was cut from roles because of his strong Christian convictions, and it cost him his job on ABC's Scoundrels series in 2010. McDonough and his wife, a South African model, have five children together. The loyal husband says he refuses to kiss his co-stars because these lips are meant for one woman. 
But now, Rouvet and I are producing our own films. All of our projects have a faith backdrop to it. The content they'll be making will not always be overtly faith-based, but faith-friendly, in so much that we want to reach out to people who aren't just Christians. The couple hopes their message will reach people of all backgrounds, so they, too, would be encouraged to make the world a better place. I'm really happy to see that. We need more of this in the world, and despite his Catholicism, um, you know, you can be saved in the Catholic Church despite what people say. Um, Salvation has nothing to do with the church you're sitting in. It has to do with believing in the death, burial, and resurrection of Jesus Christ. Everything else comes down to rewards and losses and how you and your walk before the Lord are conducted, but that's all separate issue. From Newsmax, Pope bursts into crocodile tears praying for the Ukraine. Okay, I added in a word there, but um, (laughs) France broke down during a traditional prayer to the Madonna at the foot of a statue on the Feast of Immaculate Conception. Okay, Uh, everything about that article, that's all I'm going to read from it, was just honoring Mary, uh, crying about the Ukraine, which it was obvious they were crocodile tears. The guy is just a showman, and he's a communist at the same time, so I have no no time for uh, the Pope. Uh, just so you know, I say this anytime this word comes up, immaculate conception. Um, everybody has a misunderstanding about that until they hear what it actually means. It has nothing to do with Jesus, okay? Immaculate conception does not mean the virgin birth. Immaculate conception is a doctrine that says that Mary was sinless. Mary had no sin of her own, okay? And that uh, she was therefore qualified to do all kinds of things according to the church, which are totally blasphemous. But immaculate conception says that Mary did not inherit original sin. Okay, if that's the case, you no longer need this. You no longer need the cross of Jesus Christ. So uh, that's nonsense. Uh, They say, well, you know, we're all born in the hole, okay? That's original sin, but God kept her from the hole, and so she was kept pure and immaculate, all right? Uh, Once again, you don't need the cross. You don't need... you can have more than one mediator now. You can speak to Mary and she'll talk to God for you and all that crazy stuff. Uh, that is what Immaculate Conception is. Study up on it and you'll find out that it is nonsense. Okay. Um, Breitbart, Pope Francis, today's immigrants share the same condition as Jesus Christ. Little conflation of the uh, matter. The Pope has also said that, like Jesus, migrants and refugees are often forced to flee. Well, the ones that are coming here right now by the millions are not forced to flee anywhere. They're coming in here to get freebies, okay? This guy is, he's a disaster. He's a harmful human being. Breitbart, Pope Francis asked non-believers to send him good vibes in lieu of prayers. Just turn on the beach, boys, okay? I mean, the guy is insane. He's literally, this is a damaging person. He's supposed to represent Christianity to the people of the world. And he is literally crazy. All right. Do not follow this guy and don't get your doctrine from him. I, that's my recommendation to you. Okay. Oh, uh, you know, and I say that kind of tongue in cheek, but I have actually had over the past years, people that have emailed me. I was a Catholic and I watched your prophecy updates and I came to the Lord. I've got one that's a very good friend of mine now. Very good friend. So, you know, I I probably shouldn't belittle the Pope as much as I do, but it's like he calls it on himself. He calls it on himself with the nonsense that he says. Okay, some news from the Mideast and Africa today. 
from World Israel News. Uh, this is all the same subject, okay? And I could have gone on a lot more. I picked out over the past 10 days articles, and there's probably 15 of them just yesterday that I didn't include. 1,200 Iranian students poisoned right before mass protest. Did you hear about this? No. One college. This has happened in other colleges. This is the kind of people we're dealing with. The night before another wave of anti-regime protests, 1,200 Iranian university students were stricken with vomiting, severe body aches, and hallucinations because of food poisoning. Students at Harmazi, I'm sorry, Harazmi University and Iraq University experienced the symptoms last week, according to Iran's National Student Union. So that's three. At least four other universities are also reporting mass food poisoning. The National Student Union scoffed at Iranian authorities' claim that waterborne bacteria caused the food poisonings, saying that the government intentionally poisoned the students to thwart protests. The poisoned students have few places to turn. University clinics have closed or suddenly run out of electrolytes used to treat dehydration from food poisoning. This is the, the people, the, the culture, the, the government that we're supposedly supposed to be dealing with. From the Huffington Post, Iran carries out first known execution related to the protests. Iran executed a man, state media reported, in the first known use of the death penalty linked to anti-government protests that have gripped the country and challenged its clerical leadership since September. Moshen Shakari, 23, was hanged after Tehran's revolutionary court found him guilty of waging war against God for allegedly causing unrest and stabbing a member of the pro-regime Basij military Force. He was convicted on November 1st and declared guilty of drawing weapons with the intention of killing people, causing terror and disturbing people's freedom and security and leading to insecurity in that environment. From Deutsche Welle, Iran protesters say unrest is to get worse after execution. I mean, you take a 23-year-old guy, you hang him, and you say, well, you're going to get it good. We're going to just rebel more. I mean, I don't care what country you're in, the principle is the same. The blood of the martyrs go on from there. Guardian, Iranian forces shooting at faces and, I'll just say, private parts of female protesters, medics say. Iranian security forces are targeting women at anti-regime protests with shotgun fire to their faces and other parts, okay, according to interviews with medics across the country. Doctors and nurses treating demonstrators in secret to avoid arrest said they first observed the practice after noticing that women often arrived with different wounds than to men who more commonly had shotgun pellets in their legs or backside, okay, from the AP. Iran execution, man publicly hanged, this is classy, from a crane amid protests. Yahoo, Iranian soccer player sentenced to death after protesting against the death of Masa Amini. Gateway Pundit, 28 Iranians sentenced to death for participating in anti-regime protests. Guardian, Iran sentences 400 people to jail terms of up to 10 years over protests. Iran International, Iranian regime eyeing Venezuela as sanctuary for leaders. They're killing all these people, and they know that they're not having anything. They're not reaping any benefits from it, so now they're going to Venezuela, dead worried about their fate in case of a revolution in Iran. The Islamic Republic's officials have started looking for safe havens, especially Venezuela, their close ally. 
Western diplomatic sources told Iran International that the Islamic Republic has started negotiations with its Venezuelan allies to ensure they'd offer asylum to regime officials and their families should the situation worsen and the possibility of regime change increases. So there you go, tucking their tails and getting ready to run. And no wonder Biden is dealing with Venezuela now because his friends are moving down there, maybe. Now something interesting from Mongolia, from Fox News. Mongolian protesters. Anybody hear about this? Yeah. Try to storm the state palace alleging corrupt officials sold coal to China. Economic conditions have deteriorated in the landlocked nation with inflation hitting 15.2%. The U.S. Embassy in Mongolia's capital city of Ulaanbaatar issued an alert saying that several hundred protesters had gathered in the freezing cold at the city square during the weekend and marched to the presidential residence with some people attempting to force their way inside the building. The demonstrators chanted and sang while stamping their feet to stay warm. They were demanding that the government hold officials accountable for the alleged theft of 385,000 tons of coal from stockpiles on Mongolia's border with China. Well, when you work for a living and then somebody steals it away, I'd say there's a reason to be upset. Or when you have an election that's stolen away, I could see people being upset about that too. Daniel prophesied that technology would increase in the end times. Okay, this is something that I have talked about. I don't think I've talked about it here, but I've talked about it with a lot of people. I've tried it. It's incredible. I will say that uh, we have a person here. I won't give his name, but his uh, first initial is Sergio, and his last name is Voitenko, who uh, he is one of the smartest guys I know, has been enamored with this tool. This is unbelievable. Uh, Jody heard the results of it here in uh, Bible class on Thursday, and she laughed. I laughed when I heard it. Um, This is an AI that has come out. I'll read you the article in a minute, but I'll tell you that it is really incredible. All right. It is something that can obviously lead us right into the end times. But for right now, one of the things that uh, they say that they're very worried about is that children will no longer be able to do any reports in school because this will write your report for you in your style of thinking. Whatever you want, it'll do it. And if it's not what you want, you just amend it. It'll print it out again in seconds. It is unbelievable. It will have a conversation with you, and it will be sarcastic with you if you want it to. Hence, Jody laughing on Thursday night. We uh, had a little play back and forth, and uh, I said, okay, now make it sarcastic. And Jim heard it. Yeah, Wasn't that amazing? He turned red. He couldn't stop laughing, so he couldn't breathe. He was just... It was great. Anyway, I'll read this and just think of all the possibilities. That's just a couple I gave you so you get an idea. I will say, I don't want to say it because it might give something away that somebody has a uh, advantage on. Somebody you know who I'm talking about, whose initials I just gave. He came up with an idea for this that literally will save this type of work that he put in there. Hundreds of hours can do something in seconds. And then you just go in and clean it up And you can have things. It is unbelievable. Here we go. From the New York Post. And this is just one article out of many, many articles that I chose. Scary AI chat GPT could eliminate Google within two years. A tech company has developed a state-of-the-art AI chatbot so sophisticated that it could render search engines, not to mention countless jobs like the one I just mentioned. I'm not going to tell you what it is because he may be the only person that's thought of it now and he'll have a great advantage as long as he stays ahead of it. Obsolete. Unveiled by the open AI company, ChatGPT, 
has already amassed more than 1 million users. You can add me on there, 1 million plus one, worldwide with its advanced functions, which range from instantaneously composing complex essays and computer code. Uh, think of a code. You want to say, um, uh, I want uh, this computer to do this, 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 and this, which would take a group of programmers two months to do. They can do it in 10 seconds. It can write code that has never existed before all by itself. Okay. Computer code to drafting marketing pitches and interior decorating schemes. It can even whip up poems and jokes, which is what he was doing here. It's just whipping up and then make that sarcastic and it'll come right back in your face with sarcasm. It's as if a person, and when it answers you quite often, it'll say, well, I think it's like it's talking to you. It's rather marvelous to see. But like I said, you can see how this can lead right into the end times. Okay. An ability previously thought to be regulated to humans. In fact, I'll tell you what I did. It was one of the first things I did when I went on there is I said, please write me a song about glorifying the Lord. Okay. Uh, I I can't remember exactly what I said, but it was something like that. And it came out and I said, okay, now I would like you to write that. And I don't know anything about music. Okay. I know nothing. So I would love to send this to somebody that knows about music to evaluate whether it was nice or not. I said, I'd like five key changes in there. And it came back seconds later, G, D, E, whatever, all this stuff about music. So it not only will write you a song, it will write you the music if you want it to. And I can see, the first thing I said to my friend Sergio was, I can see that pastors are going to use this just to get away with doing nothing. I can see that. Now, I went in and I typed a commentary that day on Acts 13.7. And so I thought, I wonder, and I almost included it with the commentary just so people could see the difference. I almost, I I went in and I said, please write a commentary, an in-depth commentary relevant to Old Testament passages on Acts 13.7, and it did a job better than most scholars I know. It wasn't nearly as good as mine. I'm going to tell you that right now. I want you to know that. But it was very good. I was thoroughly surprised at what it came up with, okay? Um, One of my friends sent me some emails of things that he had been looking into on it, and he had been searching for, like, typology in the Old Testament. You have to put in what you're looking for. It'll come back, amend it, put in what you're looking for. It's this fast, okay? I can see pastors no longer writing their own sermons and you coming in and getting something that a machine wrote. I will never, I'm going to commit this to you right now. I will never do that. I write my own sermons. I do my own studies. I read commentaries and that's all that I do. Everything else comes to me from my heart for you. Okay. But I can see. Oh yeah. Well, no, it, it wouldn't do that. And there's a reason why now they could say, would you rewrite the Bible as a, in other words, you have to key in things. It will not rewrite the Bible but it will rewrite things if you tell it to, okay? So that, that is something to consider. But um, uh, you have to give the instructions. But like I said, this is something that uh, I, I really think that you'll see a lot of churches just, you know, these sap. As a matter of fact, Sergio did that. He put in there and he said, uh, write me a, a two-minute sermon on this. And it was just like a guy standing in the pulpit and the nonsense you've been hearing in, in these lightweight churches for the past 20 years. The only difference is now they don't have to do it. They just go in and tell them what they want and it'll do it. So, uh, yes, I'm giving people ideas in their churches they might now. Get sermons. What's that? They might get they, better it sermons. might. It might actually give better sermons than some of those people, but yeah. whatever. You're not going to get that here, I promise you. I, I make that commitment to you. In fact, Chat GPT's capabilities have sparked fears that Google might not have an online search monopoly for much longer. Google may be only a year or two away from total disruption. 
Gmail developer Paul Buchheit, 45, tweeted on December 1st, AI will eliminate the search engine result page, which is where they make most of their money. Even if they catch up on AI, they can't fully develop it without destroying the most valuable part of their business. Buchheit said, noting that AI will do a web search what Google did to the yellow pages. They're worried it's that much of a, a leap from the yellow pages to Google that we have right now. Does anybody here remember the yellow pages? I do. And I'm kidding. Of course, we're all old. But anyway, um, it used to be you got to, she wouldn't know this. She had a book that was like this big. And you. she's kind of saying, I, I remember that. She was probably this big when they threw away the last one. But anyway, um, it totally huge leap in innovation with Google. And all of a sudden they're saying that Google, this is like between the yellow pages and Google, that's what you'll be seeing. And I can attest to this. Okay. In lay, uh, did I read that? Yes. In layperson's terms, chat GPT is a lot more than human pre or search engines, albeit with a supercomputer's wealth of data. For instance, users who Google what is the maximum dosage of vitamin D per day simply link to a healthline.com. However, when they posed the same question to the AI, it formulated an in-depth dissertation. ChatGPT's superhuman abilities means it could potentially redefine the economy by replacing humans at jobs ranging from the website building to architecture to journalism. Good. Get rid of them. It also has dangerous capabilities such as an ability to program malware and phishing emails per bleepingcomputer.com. Anybody could go in there and say, I want you to write me a malware program and just put it in there and off it goes. It's that quick. And critics have pointed out its inherent biases, including declaring that the best scientists are white and male. No, it's taking out information from the past 2,000 years of recorded history that's all in the computer now, and it says that they're mostly white and male. There's no bias there. It's just the facts. It's a dangerous world, including the inevitable plagues the book of Revelation prophesies of. Normally, I just cut that kind of nonsense out of articles, but I thought I'd end with that, just so you know that that is always the agenda now. It's all racial. It's all racial. This is a racial computer program get so tired of it. Racism is dead. Okay. Racism is dead. There is no such thing in this world as racism. Understand that right now. Gateway pundit. Suburban schooling, Illinois calls police on child with autism over missing vaccination records. Yeah, that's there in Illinois. They've got people killing each other by the hundreds every week and they have to arrest a kid because he doesn't have his vaccination records. Yeah, I wonder. From just the news. COVID vaccine mandate for military dropped from defense bill despite Biden opposition. Good. Finally. No longer mandatory in the U.S. military. Gateway Pundit. Duke University Hospital denies life-saving kidney transplant to dying 14-year-old girl for being unvaccinated. CNBC. FDA authorizes COVID Omicron vaccines for children as young as six months old. Kill them young, kids. Guardian, masking could fight the triple-demic, experts say. Will anyone listen? No. No. Oh, there's a few of them still. Oh, I know. These crazy people walking around with these things over their face, driving in their car all alone with their... Zero hedge. FDA says ivermectin doesn't work against COVID-19, but points to studies that show it does. 
Yeah, they put these studies out there and they're all saying that they work, but they say it doesn't work. The FDA's website points to a National Library of Medicine database of studies analyzing ivermectin against COVID-19. There are 88 studies listed in the database. Out of studies that are listed, have been completed, and have results reported, most show or indicate ivermectin effectively combats or prevents COVID-19. They include papers reporting on results from randomized, controlled, trials, which are often offered as the highest level of evidence by government officials. Such trials feature a group that receives a placebo and a group that receives the drug. Randomization into groups and blinding or shielding operators and or patients from the knowledge of which participants are receiving ivermectin. Again and again and again, the studies show it works. And yet the FDA still says it doesn't work. Yeah, they don't want people to read it, but they put it out there anyway. Mail online. Experts warn of World Cup, here it is, camel flu, which kills up to a third of everyone it strikes as England fans make their way home from Qatar. England fans who enjoyed camel rides in Qatar may be at risk of acquiring it. Oh, no. Do you know how you acquire camel flu? Camel pee-pee is a, a delicacy over there. That's, I've had that in a couple of articles in the past. That is how you get camel flu. But I would like to say that, like monkeypox, camel flu sounds a little bit racist to me. I think we need to. Morality is declining. From the Daily Caller, ACLU threatens hospital if it doesn't perform transgender surgeries. You have no right to withhold this from somebody. Breitbart, Project Veritas. Private school dean had LGBTQ plus health staff. I can't read you what he gave to students and what he discussed in his classroom. Project Veritas, right there on film. Veritas. Yeah, I say Veritas, okay? Zero hedge. You say tomato. I say tomato. You say potato. I say potato. Zero hedge. Nantucket approves topless beaches from the post-millennial. Yes, Biden brings non-binary drag queen to White House for signing of same-sex marriage bill. This person advocated something that I cannot speak to you about. Go and look him up and see what he was advocating. And this guy brings him to the White House. Just the news. DOE fires gender-fluid nuclear official amid luggage theft charges. They didn't fire him the first time. They got him on film stealing somebody's luggage. They had to get to the second time before they fired him. Mail online. I don't want to die, but I don't want to be homeless. Canadian man 65 has doctor's approval for euthanasia despite admitting becoming poor is a main reason that he's applying to die. Laundry 65 awaits verdict of second doctor who visited his home. He said benefit cuts mean sooner or later I just won't be able to afford to live. And if the second doctor says no, he can go to a third doctor. He can keep going until he gets his euthanasia. I've seen many articles like this in the past week. Some other news from around the world. From Slay, European Union to ban cash transactions over 10,000 euros. Just like, what was it, Nigeria last week? 
the EU is introducing new laws in a major push toward an eventual cashless society. However, the laws also seek to impose stricter controls on cryptocurrency and will track crypto payments above 1,000 euros. EU leaders ostensibly claim that the new restrictions are aimed at fighting money laundering. While announcing the new set of directives, the EU boasts that the move will make it more difficult to use cash and crypto for criminal purposes. That's not why they're doing this. They have nothing to do with it. It's total control. That's all it is. However, the new rules will also make it illegal for people to use cash for legal purchases, such as buying a car. The new rule does not include any provision for the cap to be raised, but it does allow countries to reduce the limit even more. Currently, Spain has one of the lowest limits in this regard, allowing citizens to pay only up to 1000 with cash. Zero hedge. Gun shops and customers claim credit card firms restrict firearm purchases. Yes, this was something they said would never happen. We got this new code out there to identify all gun purchases, but it will never be used for this purpose. They have screenshots of them being denied on the picture that they posted to Twitter. Gun rights activists warned that a new change to the credit card industry to add a firearm and ammo-specific merchant category code for gun stores wasn't about tracking guns necessarily, but could lead to the denial of lawful firearms purchases by law-abiding citizens. As credit card companies were rolling out the new code in mid-September, National Shooting Sports Foundation lawyer Lawrence Keene explained it was never about gathering data to aid law enforcement. It is and always has been a concerted effort to pressure credit card companies to deny lawful purchases of firearms and put every single gun purchaser on a watch list. That's why if you need to buy a gun, I got to go out and buy a gun today, make sure you pay cash. Okay? Gateway Pundit. They're losing their Christian values. They're losing their families. It is no longer the America we knew. Who said that? International arms dealer Victor Bout, the guy that we just released, gives first interview since his release from U.S. prison. That is his analysis of America after being shipped back and we get that little commie lady that that they traded her for, okay? He said, I'll read it again. This is his, his title saying, they're losing their Christian values. They're losing their families. It is no longer the America we knew. Why do you think he said that? Because I've reported on this every year for the past 10 years. Remember what was put into the U.S. congressional record in 1964 by Cy Herlong? the communist goals and agendas. He submitted this into the congressional record and he said all of their goals, one after another after another, they have been met by the Democrat Party of the United States of America. We are right there and he has admitted that the communist goals have succeeded. That's why he said that. Zero Hedge. Biden imposes strict climate change mandates on the Pentagon. Remember our title there, Green Missiles and Bullets? Yes. A little-noticed rulemaking proposed by the DOD, NASA, and the GSA last month would require federal contractors to disclose and reduce their CO2 emissions as well as climate financial risks. The rule would cover 5,766 contractors that have received at least $7.5 million from the feds in the prior year. 
For example, weapons manufacturers would have to quantify and disclose the amount of CO2 generated from their own facilities, manufacturers that produce steel, computer chips, and motors used in their weapons, propellants, and fuel. So from now on out, we've got to get cow dung and put it into our bullets to fire them. This is what we're, we have an intentional agenda to destroy the United States of America working from the very top down and even munition storage areas. It's unclear if CO2 emissions will influence procurement decisions. Large contractors would also have to publish an annual climate disclosure and develop science-based targets to reduce greenhouse gas emissions in alignment with the goals of the 2015 Paris Agreement. That means contractors will have to aim to zero out emissions and possibly require their contractors to do so. In other words, you're just going to make them bankrupt and they're not going to be able to produce the military anymore. And pass on the costs. That's right. Everything will go up. It's that's only a few will survive. The costs will be out of sight, and our military will be highly weakened. Wait, doesn't CO2 help plants? CO2 helps plants. It does. Will Lockheed Martin and Raytheon Technologies have to redesign weapon systems and aircraft to be powered by lithium-ion batteries? China mines and processes the critical minerals used in batteries and other green technologies that will be required to meet these science-based targets. In other words, shipping it all to China. That's what's happening. The proposed rule would also apply to non-defense contractors, including pharmaceutical, shipping, and tech companies, though it curiously exempts universities, nonprofit research institutes, and state and local governments, because most of them are bought out by the Democrats. Mail online. Kremlin offers unprecedented military support to Iran and North Korea in return for advanced weapons for Putin's war in Ukraine. I read an article yesterday. The uh, Kremlin is now using 40-year-old ammunition, clearing that out. Russian Times. Russia's mega gas pipeline to China is nearly complete. I reported on this a year and a half ago. Here it is. A crucial section of the East Route natural gas pipeline between Russia and China has been completed. The section will allow gas to be transported from Russia to China's eastern economic powerhouse, Shanghai. The 5,111-kilometer cross-border pipeline reportedly enters China via the border city of Hehe in northeastern I can't pronounce that province, and runs through nine provincial regions, supplying natural gas to areas along the route, including Beijing, Shanghai, and Tianjin. The two companies are also working on a western gas route, which involves construction of a pipeline to China through the territory of, does anybody know? Mongolia, that's right, I reported on that last year. The route will be capable of delivering as much as 50 billion cubic meters of gas per year, once operational. Breitbart, Pompeo, Biden trading bad guys for celebrities creates incentive to take more famous people. From Just the News, Merchant of Death swap for Griner says he wants to join the Russian invasion of the Ukraine. Nice trade there. We got somebody that's willing to go back to Russia and be their spokesperson anyway. I mean, it's just bad, bad. Everything that they are doing is bad. Mail online. Wonderful. Something good. Incredible moment. And this actually happened. They have it on film. I've heard of this in the past. You've heard of this in the past. They have it on film. Incredible moment. Boy, 15 lifts truck off his father after it fell on him while he was fixing a rotor and left him with a punctured lung. 
Matt Wilkinson said he knew something went very wrong when the truck began to roll forward before landing right onto the top of him and he became squished. <coughs> Dolan Wilkinson, 15, used all of his might to lift the lumbering vehicle off his dad. No, that's right. Space. U.S. Air Force launches first operational hypersonic missile. Event occurs on the same day China announces hypersonic missile technology is now obsolete. Ultrasonic is the new thing. Okay, I added the last sentence in, but that's where we're at. This morning, I made that as a joke earlier in the week. This morning, this morning, Russia came out with an article. We now have a hypersonic missile that will go 20,000 miles an hour. It can reach anywhere on this planet in 30 minutes. And we're launching our first operational hypersonic missile. I, I'd say we're a little bit behind the curve here. Shocking. Shocking. Who said it? Populations will more readily abandon their national loyalty than they will for a world authority. Later, the regionals can be brought all the way into a single world dictatorship. Joseph Stalin. He knew what was coming. And we're not there yet, but he knew it was coming. And we're doing it right now with the WEF. We're just, we're going all crazy on it. And then... Pretty soon, when all the lefties are behind this in America, which they already are, then they can start folding the national government into it. This is, Stalin saw it. Okay, got Lesserick here for you. Let's see if you can see who he's talking about. Faith-based films are what Neil is about. The man's Catholic and truly devout. For two decades he's shown his lips aren't his own. He will not go the Hollywood route. Okay, I think his wife wrote that. I think Kathy did because she made a Catholic in there. Instead of a Lesserick, it's a Catholic. So I bet you she wrote that one. They always send me two and I pick one. If, if I have time, I'll add in a second. I usually don't. I go by the number of pages exactly the same every week. Okay, um, we have a bit of irony here for you today. Okay, from WYFF. And this somebody sent me this, and it's just a funny title. Uh, actually, the the after the title. So wait, it's not the title itself. Explosion in Culleton County, South Carolina, felt 15 miles away. Here comes the irony. Work was being done on a gas line at a home in the small town of Smokes. Holy smokes! Okay, from Fox. Georgia fugitive arrested after replying to Sheriff's Department most wanted Facebook post. How about me? A Georgia fugitive who asked on Facebook why he wasn't on the Rockdale County Sheriff's Office most wanted list helped lead him to the police or helped lead the police to him. Tell me that's not funny. Such is the world in which we live. So from Sarasota, Florida to Ulaanbaatar, Mongolia, I'm Charlie Garrett and that is your CG Prophecy Report for the week.